Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace call. My name is Elizabeth Tobin. I am a certified resonance repatterning practitioner, and I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey, who is a channel, a psychic medium, shaman, and uh, energy healer. Hello, James. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace. Um, We sailed with the council yesterday, and we are in a really funky month coming up. So So we're going to be talking about the continuing emergence of the great I Am presence and how the energies of the next four to six weeks are going to be really supporting people in strengthening their I am presence and really coming into their power more and more. So we'll be talking about that. Um, James, did you want to do some centering and grounding or would you like me to do that? Um, hmm, give me a second. Yeah, you do it. Okay, so we'll do, this, we'll, that, yeah. we'll do some resonance repatterning to start the call. Then we'll talk to the Council of Elohim about um, this um, Maybe you could do your invocation. You want to do that? Okay. Yeah, I like that. I think that would. Uh, okay. Yeah, we could, I like that. Okay, we'll do that. So we'll we'll do the invocation to set the energy for the call. Then we will talk to the Council of Elohim about how we can most easily flow through the uh, what we're calling the cosmic car wash that's coming up over the next four to six weeks, and then uh, we'll do some resonance repatterning to close out the call. So I'm just going to ask you to to close your eyes and center within yourself, connect with your breath, and just breathe in and out through your nose as deeply as you can. And as you breathe in, Breathe all the way down into your lower back. Fill up your belly like a balloon, expanding out at your ribs. Nice long exhales. Check in with your body. And notice any places of holding or tension and breathe into those areas, filling them up with energy and breath and light. And as you breathe out, breathe out any holding, any tension. And with each exhale, feel yourself release. And relax and let go. And now bring your attention into your heart center. And as you breathe in, Take in that unconditional love that flows throughout the universe. And as you breathe out, 
send out that unconditional love that resides within you. So there's a perfect balance, perfect exchange of energy and love on the inflow and on the outflow. And know that you're surrounded by love, both within and without. And we surround ourselves in the healing energy of divine love. Only our deepest wisdom and highest guidance come through in this call. And this call offers the highest healing, transformation, and coherence for each of our highest and best. And each one of us accepts the full benefit all of the shifts that will await us during the course of this call. May we integrate them easily. Give thanks to the Council of Elohim and to the gift of resonance repatterning for the greater coherence made possible through our gathering tonight. it is. And so it is. So we're calling this the continuation of the summer of the great I am. Um, was it last month or the month before where we sort of started talking about the coming of the I am presence? Well, that was last month. We, we were yeah. talking about having enough of the great I am. Right. And now we are spending this uh we are spending this summer sort of birthing a new uh a new all right I am birthing a new me <laughs> and you are birthing a new you so that uh each one of us can be a better uh sort of a better part of the we are one we talked about this a lot last month and I would uh I would urge you all to go back into the archives and listen to last month's recording again because uh, that will renew some of the stuff that we were talking about then. It will also sort of uh, tick off in your energy field, recheck off some of the stuff that uh, came up in the repatterning. Um, the month we are heading into is going to be very, very cathartic. Um, more like the six weeks. Uh, we have three eclipses, two lunar, one solar. Uh, the the shakeout between the first lunar and the uh, wait a second between the solar eclipse on the thirteenth and the lunar eclipse on the twenty seventh. A lot of that is going to be about really going deep and getting at a bunch of your old comic stuff. So um, we've talked on this call in the past about making lists of that stuff and burning it, right, Liz? Mm Mm-hmm. That's going to be another thing that you're going to want to be doing some journaling this month because uh, between 
between the partial solar eclipse and the total lunar eclipse, uh, there's going to be a lot of old, old comic stuff coming up, mostly fears, but also, you know, mistakes that you've made, uh, comic mistakes you might have made in past lives or other continuing, uh, the continuing saga in this lifetime uh, where you kind of, you know, some of the mistakes that you make over and over and over again, some of them are actually ready to be released so that you can move forward uh, feeling that the, the the thing about being this, building this new I am presence is that it's going to be a lot easier for this new I am presence of yours to uh, to be effective if it's not dragging uh, <laughs> dragging all of those chains with the lock boxes like in uh, like in a Christmas Carol, you know that uh, Marley was dragging all those baggage. Um, that baggage, if, if you go into this window between uh, the 13th and the 27th, if you go into this window with the idea that you are going to dredge up some of this old stuff and get rid of it, then uh, then it's going to make it easier when it's really uncomfortable. Um, I would imagine that many of us are going to be kind of cranky <laughs> this month. Uh, the message of hope is that this crankiness is going to be quite useful to you if you, you know, if you do your little bits of due diligence along the way. So thank you for that. Um, do you have a guide standing by? Yes. Um, Avi Antieri is standing by. And we've talked to her before. And she's... um. She's very nice and gentle. So here she is. Hello. Hi, who is this? Avi and Thierry. Ah, oh, thank you for coming. And I'm Nostalwar, and Nana Chesma are standing by with me. The whole council's here. Excellent. James just expounded for a few minutes. Yes. The, one of the things that perhaps the most important thing we'd like to uh, to say to all of you, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening to the recording or even proxying in, is, is over the next six weeks, please be gentle with yourself and others. Mm. This is good. This is a process, and it, it's... Uh, it's not always going to be a smooth ride. So uh, we've talked all year about uh, picking your spots during the year, yes? Right. We've talked about now's the time to do, now's the time to, uh, now's the time to sort of ride the wave and, uh, and, and, and see, get stuff done when you can. But uh, this this next few weeks, the next couple of weeks are going to be a, a, a place to to ride the wave and 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 uh, and when you can plan. So get your regular daily stuff done as much as you can, and get your get your um, 
get your baggage released is probably more important than any other stuff that you can do is identifying and releasing your baggage. Whereas once the uh, once the lunar eclipse happens in uh, 16 or 18 days from now, thinking about implementing some of that new you, you're going to birth a new you some, somewhere in this in this window. So that's on thinking the next full it. moon. Yeah, everyone's going to be a little different. We're not the whole world is going to birth a new I am on the same day. Okay, yeah. So to speak, you can, somewhere just previous to or just post this, uh, uh, this total lunar eclipse is, is when you can expect that to happen. So, but the idea of, uh, of actually you, you, you're you're going to want to get your plans made and you're going to want to think about implementing them somewhere in the middle of next month. Does that make sense? So start to implement in the middle of next month and this is a time when just ride the wave as best as you can? Yes, ride the wave and, and you know, shake, shake out as much of your uh, karmic stuff as you can. Okay. Because it's all going to come up, and then uh, didn't you speak to James about having a contest? Or yeah, or we talked about maybe doing like a challenge because um, in the Facebook Not group, a contest, a challenge, yes. Yeah. Um, what we had talked about was because you had told us that it's a good time to journal and. Um, big confession time. I'm not a big journaler. <laughs> um, so I thought it would be good to do it. Neither exchange, yes. I thought it would be good to do a challenge, a Facebook challenge, where we start on the new moon and we journal every day. You had mentioned it would be a good thing to to pay attention to what's coming up. So um, so it sounds like what you're saying is things are going to be coming up, but it's not like we have to go like maybe dredging for them. It's more to be aware when they do come up. They're, they're going to come up. Is that right? The stuff, the stuff is going to percolate to, to your awareness. A lot of this is shadow work, and shadow work is, you know, not always fun. But shadow work will show you uh, your your dream states. Uh, while you're sleeping or while you're heading towards sleep or heading towards awakeness uh, before you get up. Things, fears, uh, and uh, the regret parade, uh, little things that, you know, you did 20 years ago that you did wrong, and they're, they're starting to come back up into your consciousness. The reason this stuff is percolating up is so that you can... If you, if, if you just woke up and went about your day, then that stuff is just going to rebury itself until it has to fester some more and come up later, yes? Mm-hmm. So the fact that these things are coming up, if you wrote a few of these things down, 
you'd be able to uh, examine them all, but you'd also be turning it from an energetic construct into a, a thing the second you write it down. It, it turns into a, a physical thing as opposed to an energetic thing floating around in your mind. And that makes it easier for you when, when the time comes to uh, to pull out your scissors or pull out your cosmic knife and, and, and cut that cut the cords to those things. Right. One of, the you... things that, one of the things that's part of your challenge is to make a list of fears, maybe the things that come up on a daily basis during this cosmic car wash period. The things that come up, they're, they're coming up so you can release them so that the new I am that you're birthing is going to be able to move forward uh, unencumbered, so to speak. Yeah. Right. It won't be tied down like Gulliver. You know, we won't have all these strings attached. Right. Be able to. Uh, now we've been talking about the council has been talking about that that on this program. Uh, you know, all year testing the engines. You're doing all kinds of different. Uh, it's taking months to do all this stuff. You're doing some deep cleaning. You're testing the engines. You're doing some more deep cleaning and polishing. And you're testing the engines again. Now you're doing some more deep cleaning. And, and what you're doing this month is, is you're birthing the pilot. Yeah. Birthing the pilot? Yes. To drive the... Um... To drive the craft we've been working on for 18 months. Wow. So now we're rebirthing we... the pilot. The pilot's always been you, but now you know you're going to need some more. You're going to need to be uh, unencumbered be... by baggage, and you're going to need to be uh, have a little more um, spring in your step, a little more youthfulness. That's hence the birthing process of this. Yeah. Mm. So some lightness of being, perhaps. Correct. But we also know. Uh, that the birthing process, for the most part, can be painful, yeah? Mm. Right. doesn't and have to be tremendously painful, but, but but the idea that you're prepared for that. Hence, go easy on yourself and others. That's why be gentle with yourself and others, yes, because everyone else around you is rebirthing their new I am, too. Right. And they're not having an easy time of it, either. So so what you're saying is, what you're suggesting is to start the journaling process on this new moon and start write, as and write start down now. what Start now, okay. And write down what Ugh. comes up. And then on the full moon, do a ceremony where you take those pages and physically burn them. Yes, put them in the back of your journal. The, the back of your journal is where... Uh, obstacles and fears and, and, and things go, and then you, you can cut those pages out. Um, if you find, if you're going through this process and you find that you're filling pages up really easily, run them right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't come up with a, a thing or two every day, then that's fine. But uh, James did this today, and he filled up two pages from the work he's been doing over the last couple of days. Uh, and he filled up two pages and 
if you have two full pages, it's probably not a good idea to leave them sit for two weeks. Right. Okay. But if you're coming up with a thing here or a thing there, you know, you write that in your journal, and by the time you get a page, burn that page. But if you if you find that you're getting, you know, a thing or two or a thing or two, you know, planning to burn them on uh, on the full moon is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we say, if, if you're finding that you're filling a page really easily, well, cut it out right away and burn it right away. Mm-hmm. That'll give you some, you know, James said he got a lot of relief from doing that, yes? Right. By doing that today. He had two full pages, so. Right. And there will, and there will be more. Right. Okay. Excellent. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about the other day, which I didn't get a chance to ask you to explain some more, we were talking about these um, karmic patterns that were that are coming up. Mainly it's about um, family and societal imprints and, and fears. And you had said that the karmic things that slow you down, um, like societal imprints, religious imprints, family patterns, are like weights. Yeah that can decrease your speed and acceleration, but they also provide ballast through stormy times. Could you talk a little bit more about the ballast part? Because I think we all understand about, you know, the weights that can slow us down. But how, what's the ballast part of that? Well, it's not like all these societal imprints are bad. And mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not like every fear that's instilled in you by your, uh, generally by your parents or by your schooling, it's not like they're all bad either. They're designed to keep you safe, yes? Right. You know, they're designed to, uh, uh, you know, to look both ways before you cross the street. Right? I mean, that's... Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's not... It's a fear, and it may, you know, it may stop you in your tracks, but if it stops you in your tracks before a car whizzes by, that's a good thing, yes? Right. If it immobilizes you and freezes you to, you know, to you where you're not moving forward at all and you're completely scared to cross the street at any time, whether there's a car coming or not, then that's bad, right? Right. Hmm. So... That's what we're talking about, where the, it can be ballast. You know, the the um, you know the thing. You can look to your brothers and sisters, or your your brothers and sisters and your cousins, and realize you know you were all sort of fed the same oatmeal. Yeah. Right. And so and so you you can have that in common, and that's you know. Sometimes y'all y'all laugh about that that stuff, right? But but it also it it, it does create a bond sideways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So so it sounds like um, you know it's a it's a it's a um, continuum. It's on a spectrum, and there's a balance. You know, you don't want to maybe throw everything out and just be um, sort of caution less, 
maybe or correct. You know, but the stuff the stuff that's going to be coming up over this month is going to be really deep seated stuff. It's stuff, and some of it's going to surprise you because it it may not uh, it may be stuff that doesn't pass through your consciousness very often. Uh, the 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 particular energies of this month, the the six planets in retrograde are, are actually really you you really you know some of some of the surface issues you know you've dealt with them in in the months past the issues you're going to be getting at over the next few weeks of your time are going to be the real deep stuff and that's why one of the reasons we're uh one of the reasons that we we would like you to write this stuff down because some of this stuff might be very surprising. Right. So many of your, so many of uh, your obsessive complaints about your own self, the, your, your normal regret parade, you, you, you generally those issues are, are fairly familiar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Familiar in a, uh, in a OCD kind of way. Yes. Uh-huh. In that, you know, these these are your real blinking buttons, the ones that you're probably pretty familiar with. The ones that we're going to be getting at in the next few weeks, some of them might be, as we say, some of them might be surprises to you. Right. Certain of the real deep-rooted OCD ones, yeah, they're going to come up too. You know, you've, the, the, the fact is you, you might have gotten rid of a, you know, three quarters of that route, but maybe not gotten all of it. You know, some of the stuff you're going to be able to get get at, way get at it, and maybe maybe eradicate it from your system. Mm. That's where the energies of the next two or three weeks are going to come in. Perhaps better than some of the bumpier times uh, over the past year or so. Yeah. Right. I mean, last last year at this time, we talked about the gauntlet of August, and the gauntlet of August lasted well into October, yes? Right, right. And that was a long slog. This is going to be, uh, uh, this this is going to get at really deep-seated stuff very acutely. So you may have days where you're really cranky or really out of sorts. Uh, I wouldn't expect... I wouldn't expect that the, the whole three weeks is going to be that. The, the you, fact you would, of the matter, you would not expect that. We would we would not expect that. Uh, if if we were to poll and the the people on the call now, we'd probably find that for many of them, the last week has already been that. Yes. Uh huh. Right. Raise your hands if if that's the case. <laughs> James is raising his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So, and I also wanted to talk a little bit about this idea you had, you know, when you you say, okay, so we have to look at this stuff. We have we sh- we it would be helpful if we journal it. And mm-hmm. yet, and then we have to, to let it go. Um, yeah. We don't want to sort of gloss over it because it's quite tempting to want to gloss over the pain, you know, do something that 
sort of numbs you out, go watch a nice movie or do something to divert yourself from uncomfortable feelings. That's why we want you to write it down. So it, whether it, 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 it's interesting in, in that uh, you know, last year when you were going through the gauntlet of August, those things were kind of, uh, the, the issues coming up were, were really big. Mm-hmm. And so spending some time with them before you got rid of them was kind of, uh, was actually important. This particular clean-out, it's only really important that you you write it down. You don't have to go that deep into finding out why, knowing which past life it was, you know, if these fears and little peccadillas of yourself come up, writing them down is plenty. Dwelling on them is is, is something that you really need to do because we're going to burn them. Uh, right, right. But the bigger ones that were coming up, you know, that were coming up last year and, you know, earlier this year, they might have needed a little more uh, um, introspection, a little more examination. But the stuff that's going to come up this month, write it down and, and get rid of it. Right. It, 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 there may be a lot of it. Some of this stuff may be very deep-seated. Some of this stuff may have been hidden for a long time. Some of this stuff may be a surprise. But if you do it right, if you write it down and burn it and get rid of it, it, it some of this stuff is going to be easier to get rid of than stuff three months ago was. Right. So you want to make sure that you're you're in the sweet spot between um, sort of wallowing in it and avoiding it. <laughs> you know, so that you're, you're on that That's, spectrum. You're not wallowing. You're not avoiding. Very well, very well said. Yes. <laughs> you're you, you're you're looking at it and you're, you're doing your due diligence it. on it when it comes up, but you're not wallowing in it. Without right. a doubt. Excellent. Right. Excellent analysis. And, you know, the other thing that we talked about, and I have to say that, um, you know, it crosses my mind, like, every time something comes, you know, oh, here's another opportunity. Oh, another opportunity to to do some really deep karmic cleansing to, you know, it seems like it's never ending. So I was hoping that you, I mean, it was, it was, um, I found it um, comforting what, what you said about um, looking at how far we've come since, 2012 and how yes it does seem like it's always like another opportunity that's on the horizon to to do more um of this deep karmic cleansing it's it's interesting is, is that you know the when we talk about the Mayan calendar the Mayan calendar was mapped out you know many thousands of years ago and and it ended so we are now in uh, the beginning of, you know, the next phase. And so far, it isn't mapped out very well. And the thing about the the, the mapping, you know, the, the Mayan calendar that ended in 2012, well, that was all mapped out for you, and you could reference that, yes? Right, right. 
Guess who the map maker is? Oh, we're the map makers. Yes. Ah. Yes, each individual is the map maker. Or, you know, you're fortunate with this Gateway to Grace call or with your Tales from the Shift group is that the group can be the map maker, yes? Right, right. And, and so that's why you're you're attempting, and that's why you're working so very diligently to form groups of like-minded people to make the map or to read or, or, or yes, to make the map that that others will follow. Yeah. Right, right. And you know, and the other thing that I thought was. Um, very helpful to hear from you was that to realize that if we were to go back on the other side of 2012, like before 2012, these cleanouts were less frequent and less effective. And now they're more frequent and they're, they're more, more frequent and they're more effective. But that, but that is also for, uh, you know, for 3d beings, it's, it's also somewhat unsettling. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, so many of us who were doing this work before 2012, we kind of felt like, oh, we got a deadline. There's sort of like an end in sight or at least a respite, you know, after 2012. And it was like, what happened? How come we're not like we didn't birth the new earth? Why aren't we in paradise? What's going on? You drove off the edge of the world. And now, you know, now your your ultimate destination is not mapped out for you. It's you got to map it out for yourself. And so one of the things you can take solace in is that if you are keeping it in mind right now as we speak, uh, that you are birthing a new I am. Last year at this time, you were not birthing that new I am yet. You were still there was so much more prep to do, you know, by, by, uh, by November or December of this year, that new IM should be, have been birthed and should have been, uh, uh, tried out some. So, uh, know that the new you, that you are in the process of perhaps agonizingly birthing at present, you know, should be born and, uh, you know, if, if you can birth that new I am with intent, that's the key. So the key is to for you to debaggageize yourself, especially of your deepest seated karmic patterns, the ones that repeat over lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes. So you're if saying you, that this new, that birthing the new you should be complete by November or so. Yeah, you'll still be an infant that has to learn how to use his fingers and, and, and you know, not poop in your diaper. But, uh, uh, you know, yes. Hmm. But, but, yes, the new – most people's new IEM should be birthed by then. And that's not to say that every person, you know, every person's new IEM is going to be a nice guy. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, look at look at look at how many uh, of the IMs just in your country who you know are are, are screaming to shut the shut the country down. Yeah. 
Right, right. So it doesn't mean that, so once the new I am is birth, it doesn't mean then we all ascend into paradise on earth. That's that's not not what that means, yes. You've got to teach that new I am and put it to work. Mm. So it just continues. It can. So the it's adventure not just, continues. By September or October, every one of you on this call should be noticing the difference. Should be at least noticing that uh, you, indeed, as an individual, are are much more um, are much more inner driven than you are outer driven. So you're not being driven by what everybody else thinks. You're being driven by what you think, and you know, getting. Uh, so that societal conditioning we talk about getting rid of some of that comically, you know, or that is, you know, mm. what 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 you're becoming is is you, and and, and in order to become who you really are, uh, you you have to strip away other people's expectations for you. Yes, and, right. And some of some of you are much more susceptible to other people's expectations than others. Mm. Some of you learn to say the heck with it, you know, when you, when you were teenagers and I'm going to do what I want to do. And, 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 and everybody else wishes they were them. Right. <laughs> um, you're going to be, if, if you're not like that already, you're going to be the closest so that you've ever been real soon. Mm. That sounds very empowering and very liberating. That's very hopeful. Mm. And now flip the switches so that they can do it. So we'll do some repatterning. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> right. Excellent. Very good. I, 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 unless there are any questions, yes? Okay, yeah. Um, anybody have any questions um, we could take a question or two you could press star eight if you're in the um if you're on the phone that'll raise your hand and uh, or you could ask it in the chat box yes no well, looks like uh so far no questions looks like everybody's ready for the repatterning i guess we'll Very get good. to it so thank you for that well, thank you yes it's 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 gonna it's gonna be cranky, but it's gonna be good and it's gonna be worth it. Mm. Excellent. Thank you. Very good. I'm just gonna wait for James to come back on the line here. Here I am. All righty. So, How was that? Yeah, that was, was good. That was. Was it informative? It was informative, and um, I, for one, feel very hopeful. <laughs> so thank you okay. for that. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. I'm looking forward to listening to what they have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow. Right, when the recording is up. So Indeed. I thought what we would do now is the resonance repatterning, and because what this time frame that we're moving through is about 
identifying and releasing deep-seated fears, I thought that that's what we would do the repatterning about. So that's the overall intention. How we're going to do that, we shall find out. I am going to use the muscle checking to tap into the group's energy field. And because we are in the land of free will here in the third dimension, I need your permission to include you in the session. So if you would like to be included in tonight's repatterning, I'm going to ask, may I have your permission to muscle check your field as part of the group field? And you can say yes if you'd like to be included. And that goes for everybody on the call, everybody who's listening to the recording. Also want to put out there that I had, I heard from a few people that wanted to be proxied in that weren't going to be on the call. So i also including them as well. Okay. So I'm just going to um, see what we need from the repatterning process. What would be the best thing that we can do to kick off this sacred summer of the great I am and really um, and birth the new you with with ease and grace and uh, empowerment. So at this time, it's best for us as a group to start with something from orientation, problems into opportunities, and intention for a new possibility is needed. Something from a repatterning is needed. What's needed at this time is a modality. Yes, so we're going to go right to the modalities, right to shifting the energy. So we may or may not identify any fears, but um, but what we do know is that what we're going to do tonight on the call is going to set us up for a very um, a very healing and productive, productively healing, healingly productive um, next. Um, few weeks. Great. So we're going to get we're going to get set up to bring that stuff up. We're going to get set up to identify it, and we're going to, you know, those of us uh, who might not be good journalists are actually going to be motivated to journal it, right? Yes, and release it, and release it. Good. And release it. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal, right? Indeed. Well, the reason we're even writing it down in the first place is so we can burn it. Right. So it becomes a thing rather than an idea. Right. Mm. Okay, so the modality that's best for us at this time is something from the Spiral Up Index. We need something from the Inner Cultivation modalities. Something from Family Systems 1, Family Systems 2. Yes. So we're going to the Healing the family systems, uh, family groups and organizations. Those are the systems we may be working with. So I'm going to put my light on here. Okay. At this time, the best modality is something from A through E, something from F. I need something from G. H, I, something from J, yes. Ooh, gotcha. And it's number one, yes. So this is accepting our destiny. Very cool. So, ha, 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 accepting our destiny. Wow, neat. 
Yeah. And so this modality, the idea behind this modality is that destiny is mostly predetermined through our parents, our country, and all of those that we coincide with. And we can only be strong if we accept our parents, accept our place of origin, accept our destiny, and we occupy our corresponding place. So loving your destiny gives you greatness and power. So when you think about destiny, most people think about the future, what lies ahead. But destiny is also what is in your past. It's everything that you've lived through and everything that you will live through. And what this means about you know being accepting your your parents, your um, your country of origin. You know those are the things that you, that we can't change, right? We can't change who our parents are. We can't change our upbringing. We can't change um, the country that we were brought into, the societal um, environment, right? However, we can accept all of that and use all of that, kind of like what um, the guide was saying, rather than have that be blocks, it can be the ballast that helps to keep us on an even keel. Okay, so this is going to be creating a dialogue where the first part is identifying the non-coherent perspective around destiny. So this is identifying the non-coherent that, um, statements that illustrate what is happening. So I'm just going to muscle check for us as a group what is needed here. So it's something from A, B, C, D. Okay. And then we need to identify the coherent statement that brings the healing, the shift, the acceptance of our destiny so that we can move forward with more power and strength. And what's needed here is something from A, B, C, something from D, something from E. So what we're going to do here is I want you to, let's see, before we do that, there's a specific age that we need to identify for this modality. No. Okay. So what? So just imagine yourself and you're there, you're facing destiny. Whatever that might look like to you, any age that comes to mind, Um just allow or create an image of yourself facing your destiny. Whatever image that comes to mind is fine. And now you're going to say to destiny out loud, 
you're going to say, I have more power than you. I have more power than you. And we need to do this again. No. So now we're going to move to the statement that brings the shift. Now you say to destiny, I honor you and I do my best. I'm going to say that again. I honor you and I do my best. And we're going to say that again out loud. You say, I honor you and I do my best. And we need to do this again? No. Okay. So now what I want you to do is I want you to slightly bow so you can bow your head. So you bow slightly before your destiny. And this symbolizes that you are at peace. And now visualize yourself turning towards life, leaving the past behind. And this represents that you have stopped fighting against whatever that you have lived through and you align with life. And this is complete. Yes. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes, come back into the here and now.
now I'm just going to check. There's anything more that we need from the resonance repatterning process at this time? No. So this session is complete. Yes. Okay. All righty. Are you with me, James? I am. That was very good. How are you doing there? I, we're going to find out tomorrow. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, this was a really um, interesting modality, but it, it seems quite appropriate to set us up for this amazing birth journey that we're going to be uh, moving through, leaving the past behind, accepting all that we've lived through, accepting our our parents, our our societal conditioning, accepting all of that so we're not fighting against it and we can take what is useful and release the rest. Beautiful. And if anybody has any questions, um, um, we can take questions at this time. You can press star 8. That will raise your hand. If you are in the chat room, you can type in the chat box there. Uh, And I want to put out that um, James is available for sessions. If you feel you need some extra support, um, you can contact James for some channeling or He could do some shamanic healing for you. Uh, He's very good at removing entities, cutting cords, um, doing a general clean-out of your energy system. Um, Also very good at helping with, uh, you know, helping you step-by-step with your plans. If If you've got plans and you don't know which is the next move to take, I'm really good at boiling it down to finding figuring out which which the next step for you is. Yes. Um, you can contact me at james at talesfromtheshift.com. That's james at talesfromtheshift.com. Excellent, excellent. And if you would like some support with the resonance repatterning process to help to identify and release some of these um, deeply buried unconscious fears and uh, karmic and family and societal patterns, you can reach out to me at et at liztobin.com. And I am hoping that I'm going to be also um, launching a proxy group within the next couple of weeks to support us into this um, great I am presence. Um, So I'll be, if you're on my list, I'll be sending out information about that when I've got that up and running, and I'll also be posting it in the Gateway to Grace and in the Tales from the Shift groups. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Karen says, namaste, love and light. Thank Thank you, you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. So go forth lightly, gently, and powerfully. And we'll and see you next time. Drew says, thank you very much. You are most welcome, Drew. Thank you all for for tuning in, and we'll be back next month. Okay. Bye-bye, all. Sleep well. <laughs>